I'm pretty sure your scary, um, I guess, meter is a lot farther than mine. Okay. I would guess that you're, I, I'm really scared that my scary stories, like, aren't going to be scary. I think they're terrifying. But I, like, for instance, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-mm, no, ma'am, that's creepy. Not oh, my God. She's like, (laughs) it's like half a Christmas movie. I know. Hi, guys, and welcome to the What Else Podcast. My name is Sarah, and by listening to this podcast, we have now become best friends. And as best friends do, here we talk about life, ask interesting questions, and open up the floor to learn what else is out there. Before we get started, be a pal and subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating, because that is what friends do, and by doing so, you give someone else a better chance of finding it. All right, friend, let's get into the episode. It's it's not a Christmas movie. It's a horror movie, and I don't know. But that's it's funny because I do like the Corpse Bride. So I feel like where where's the line here? I don't know. Something about you know what? It's the music. It's the music of Nightmare Before. Like oh, I'm I'm thinking of it now, and I just can't. <laughs> Freaks me out. So this should go really well. Okay, I'm super excited to hear. <laughs> Are we? Do you want to go like back and forth? Yeah, yeah, that sounds okay. good. Some of these were submitted, and then some of these we just found. Um, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. Should I introduce myself as the... Oh, player? yeah. You should okay. totally, you can totally say, you totally say something about yourself, I guess. Hey, everyone. I'm Kristen. I am the podcast producer for the What Else podcast, and I'm guest hosting with Sarah today to share some spooky, scary stories. She was like, let's do a Halloween episode, and I was like, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> It's always a good time with Kristen. Very thankful for you. Um, so this one was actually submitted. I'll start with this one. Okay. And okay. So um, this girl, um, I think she like went and studied abroad in France or she did something in France. And she said, my French family moved in their house and there was a creepy doll in the backyard. So they threw it in the trash. The next day it was in the backyard again. So they threw it in the canal behind the house and it came back again. So they ended up burning it. And eventually they found out the neighbor, the old, the neighbor old lady. So I guess the neighbor was an old lady. Mm-hmm. Did voodoo stuff. <laughs> she even did it to her family. I was so terrified because the wall I slept against shared to her room. I was sure she was going to try and kill me through the wall. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. That's super creepy. Dolls are a hard no. Which is funny because if if anybody's like knows about Columbia College, they have an entire room in Alumni Hall that has glass cases of dolls. And these dolls date date back to I don't even know how far they date back. I'd have to like find out. But I mean it's like rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of dolls. And they're created by or they're created in the image of a woman. Then that gets voted. It's like an award. And one woman, one senior gets voted by her class as like somebody who exhibits like the values of Columbia College and can represent their class. And the funny part is I'm one of them. Oh, interesting. And now I have my doll in that creepy case for eternity. She's the cutest one. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Meredith, uh, Meredith College, the school that I went to, we both went to women's colleges. They also have a whole like 
foyer of dolls and glass cases. So each graduating class puts together a doll that kind of embodies the style of the time. And gotcha. yeah, so we also have dolls. So the new ones are like basically American Girl dolls, but the older ones are like these creepy porcelain. Uh, yeah, and the eyes, mm-hmm. hard no, hard no. <laughs> okay, you go, you go. Okay, so I grew up in Georgia. I grew up in Johns Creek, which is a suburb just outside of Atlanta. And I was a Girl Scout, like a lot of girls are, in their youth. And as a Girl Scout in Georgia, it's kind of a rite of passage to visit Savannah, Georgia, and visit the Juliet Gordon Lowe house. So Juliet Gordon Lowe is the founder of Girl Scouts, based in Savannah, Georgia. And it's a pretty, like, quick weekend trip. So we went with the troop and we were at the Juliet Gordon Lowe house and we were kind of like at the end of our tour situations. Like some of the girls were in the gift shop and just like walking around. So I sat down at the bottom of the steps and was like looking at a book or something. I don't know. Always been like on my own thing. Doing my nice. Perfect time to get murdered. Yeah. (laughs) Great. It's always the independent ones. They go away and no one realizes they're gone. So I'm sitting at the bottom of the stairs and I hear someone like coming down the stairs behind me. Like I can like feel them. I hear the steps getting louder. And so I get up to let whoever's walking behind me pass through. Cause like someone was right behind me and like, I got up and turned around to look at them and there was nobody there. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. How old were you? Uh, I was probably a uh, seven or eight. I would have been like, you know what? This is my time to go. I might as well just pass on and die right here that was it was such a creepy moment and I think it was after we'd done like we did a ghost tour with a bunch of seven and eight-year-olds awesome expecting not for all of us to be scarred for life um I'm now fascinated with ghost tours but we went on a family trip to Universal Studios like right from Savannah Mm -hmm. and the whole time like we were getting in the car and like leaving the parking deck and I was like I know their spirits coming back with me like I know I'm taking something with me (laughs) I know their spirits coming back with me (laughs) I was pretty pretty traumatized clearly you remember (laughs) it to this day how did I forget that story that looked like pretty pretty pivotal now I go on ghost tours everywhere I've done one in Charleston actually um yeah no I won't do that I've done it once um but uh the lord was looking out for me because the guy was like a super nerd Mm. and like looked like one talked like one and so it was more of a history tour and you you couldn't be scared with him talking you really couldn't um it was like Carl from um Jimmy Neutron (laughs) telling a scary story you can imagine um okay this one I want to do this one and then I'll go to the two sentence ones because the two sentence ones are the ones where I'm like okay these are really good in the way that I'm going to pee my pants um this one I was like oh my god it's so creepy okay so this was submitted to like a forum by a girl named Lizzie from New Jersey and she said, there's this spooky dirt road called Whippoorwill Valley Road in my town. Everyone would joke about driving there at night in high school and seeing ghosts or phantom trucks or even spotting the devil. There are a ton of stories about this road, but the creepiest one is this. Legend has it that a baby drowned under under the bridge that is now known as Cry Baby Bridge. If you drive there at 1 a.m., you can apparently hear the baby start to cry. If you stop on the road and turn your car off, it also won't start back again, leaving you to hear the ghostly cries. <laughs> oh hell no 
crybaby bridge are you kidding like I just want you to take a moment and like oh don't even I can't like think about a baby crying like in the night stop Mm -mm. that would I mean that would definitely freak me out I feel like I would get like if you heard a baby crying like sincerely if you heard a baby crying would you go and see if you could that's save That's the baby? issue. No, that's the problem. Because that's even, have you, you know, Facebook is a beautiful scare tactic. And you've seen those things. And they, there's always something going around about warnings about like new gang initiations or new things that people are doing to lure women into their cars to kill them or something. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful place to be. And like one of them is like having children or like babies crying or like a kid get hurt. And so women will go... I I can't. I'm going to fall out of my chair. (laughs) No. It's terrifying. Like, if I heard a baby crying, I would probably... I don't know. I don't know. If you're on a bridge at night... I probably wouldn't get out of the car. I might call 911. Oh, I would for sure call 911. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, "Mm, Facebook told me not to, but I'll take precautions. (laughs) No. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That. It's a hard. I cannot believe they named it Cry Baby Bridge. That's terrible. Where was it? Uh, New Jersey in Middle okay. Middletown, Middletown. Yeah, Middletown. Okay, there there is a mountain in Georgia where if you drive, like you're supposed to drive onto it and put your car in neutral. Like it's supposed to be a haunted. Like, why are people putting their cars on bridges and stopping? There's, there's the problem right there. It doesn't matter if they're haunted or not. That's an issue. <laughs> so, you, like, you drive onto this road, you put your car in neutral, and then it keeps going up without you doing, like, goes up the hill without you doing anything. And it's supposed to be, like, the spirits that live there or something. See, I feel like I that's did. just helpful. <laughs> they're just like, hey, buddy, you need some help? Oh, my God, you. Kind of being in the woods where you, like, wouldn't normally be, where you're like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay. You're pushing me to my death? Awesome. Love that. All right. Your turn. Okay. So this is also from the ghost story and like stayed with me after. Stayed with you. Um, And then I was looking it up um, to see if other people had written about it. And there was a story that I found um, and it's called The Legend of Rene Rondelier. I want to say. Is that you saying? And if you don't know, like, the story of Savannah, like, do you know, like, the lore of why Savannah is still haunted? No. Um, So, essentially, I think it was James Oglethorpe when he, like, founded the city of Savannah. They had all of this, like, demonic activity, but Savannah is built on, like, the graves of slaves and of Native Americans, and there were all these Confederate wars there and, like, soldiers who died, so there was just like a lot of death happening and they just kind of kept building on top of it. So there was a lot of demonic activity. And so he like did something that was supposed to keep the ghosts and the spirits out of Savannah and it had the opposite effect and sealed them all in. That is like the lore of why Savannah has so much paranormal activity. I had no idea that Savannah had paranormal activity. I went there with girlfriends for a, um, bachelorette trip and um now I'm considering never going again <laughs> it is creepy I really just don't do the ghost tour Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so the legend of Renee Rondelier and I'm on ghostsavannah.com awesome ghostsavannah.com 
to give attribution. I don't know if this has a, this was posted um, in ghoststories.com, something like that. Okay. I'll put all the links down below. Yes, you will, friend. (laughs) (laughs) Love having you. (laughs) So this story takes place in the 1800s. So it goes back pretty far, the 1820s. There was a boy that was named Rene Rondelier, and he grew to be like seven feet tall. He was this insanely tall kid. I'm just going to speak from memory. (laughs) Okay. And um, had like this matted black hair, I guess was kind of creepy looking and was really mean to like all the neighborhood kids. And so the like surrounding neighbors were like, you need to keep your kid under control to his parents. And um, they were like, okay, cool. And they built this like eight foot tall um, wall around their property to keep him in. And essentially, he would find small animals and, like, kill them. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) I'm like, I do not, I'm not good with this stuff. I'm looking behind me as if something's going to come out of my closet. (laughs) Which, and if, I don't know if, I'm assuming that you're not a true crime. uh, Absolutely not. (laughs) So, anybody who, like, harms animals or you know, tortures or kills animals. That's like a precursor to hurting humans. It's like a, an escalating behavior. Okay. So he would find small animals and kill them. And the neighbors thought it was really weird. I feel like that's fair. (laughs) I don't know. I'd have a question about that too. (laughs) And so they have his parents build this eight foot tall wall around And supposedly he had this like underground system that he could get around. It's where he would like hide from normal people all the time. So he like would escape out through the walls and eventually found a young girl. She was walking home from school and he like picked her up and just like snapped her neck with no problem. And then just like threw her over a bush. Um, So when her body was found, all the neighbors knew that it was him instantly. They didn't know how he got out. But they, like, lynched him in the town square, which is another big thing that happened in Savannah. I feel like probably just everywhere in the U.S. in the 1800s was, like, these lynch mobs that would happen. And then people expected there to not be ghosts. And I'm like, what What did you think? What did you think would happen? (laughs) You thought that they would just be fine? That's fine. It's, like, the most um, vindictive thing you could do is, like, get a whole crowd together and kill someone. Um, I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to get so many zits from my fa- hands on my face. Because <laughs> I just, like, I don't know. I want to hold my fear in or something. I'm so not well. It's good that we're doing it this 9 a.m. in the morning. Because if we were doing this literally any later, I think I'd just die. Yeah, I need you to, like, take the screenshots of this video of you reacting to my story and put them on Instagram because they're so funny. People have to see your face right now. So they lynched this man, and, you know, obviously his parents still care and love for him, even though he's a monster. So they asked to have his body to be buried in the backyard. Oh, God. Okay. So... (laughs) So they bury his remains in their backyard, He's a seven foot tall man and 
all these years later, all of a sudden, three people go missing and all of their necks are broken and they're like thrown over a bush the same way that the little girl's neck was broken and she was thrown over a bush all those years before. And so they don't understand how this could have happened. There's no other suspects and the person who would have done it is dead. But they go to dig up his grave and there's no body in the grave and no skeletal remains. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I can't. And then even further down the line. More? There's more. There's more? <laughs> it's almost over. It's almost over. Okay. That's, that's the last of, like, the death. Um, but there was a report, um, I think, further down the shoreline. Um, there was a property builder that was, like, building a resort. And in the process of building and digging up ground, they find the skeletal remains of a body. And the skeleton is over seven feet tall. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no. Okay, that was a story that would like keep me up at night. I'd be like, "Where did, where did that seven foot tall boy go? Who was homicide? Like, what happened to him? I have a lot of questions. I have a lot my of questions. There seems to be answer. some unanswered things here that <laughs> I would like to know. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll have to take a breath. Ooh, buddy. Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like you have to tell these stories with another person because the reaction is half the fun. Yeah. Also asking questions and stuff like that. I was like, can't if you tell ghost stories by yourself, you'll be scared alone for the rest of the day. <laughs> for the rest of the day, yeah. No, I'm I don't know what I'm gonna have to do. I do you see me like looking around my room? Like I <laughs> am not well. All right, we're going to take a quick break to thank a non-sponsor, Sparks of Joy Co. This is a very special non-sponsor because Sparks of Joy Co. was actually started by a very good friend of mine. Sparks of Joy Co. is a greeting card company, and they have what's what are called Sparks, and then they have mini Sparks. So Sparks are beautifully designed postcards that are pre-stamped, which is absolutely amazing. So you don't have to go out and buy stamps. I think that's so genius and convenient. And then mini Sparks are smaller greeting cards that are meant for hand delivery and you can write a message on the back um, or put them in somebody's mailbox or like you know hide them in something I think they'd be just adorable and the absolute best part is that no I am not sponsored by Sparks of Joy Co but I do have a code which is amazing Callie gave me a code and it is Sarah B S A R A H B and you get 20% off of your order when you use that code so definitely check them out follow her on Instagram at Sparks of Joy Co I mean they're just adorable and then know you're gonna love these cards i got a whole package of them and they are just so cute all right back to the episode (laughs) oh my god i still have to take a shower i'm not taking a shower (laughs) yeah well you know you're like in the shower and you already you're like you're you know you're closing your eyes while you're shampooing your hair and you're like you swear i'm the worst i don't i i'm gonna you know give give myself the benefit of the doubt and say everybody does this but I am like the worst at imagining things when my eyes are closed mm-hmm. oh my god Kristen like I'm gonna have to shower like what do I <laughs> shower do with the door open I already have to do that I have to close my bedroom door and then open up my bathroom because the ventilation is mm-hmm. so bad I have to mm-hmm. turn on like the vent and steam and like our the steam thing like doesn't work very well um I'm literally gonna have to be like hey Jonathan can you like stand like right at the door 
you know, like I'm gonna be in the shower and then you come and you stand at the door and like, just talk to me for a second. Talk to me about video games. Talk to me about literally anything. But as long as I know you're there watching Mm -hmm. for the long fingered man that I see every time I close my eyes and wash my hair. Oh my gosh. (gasps) No. Okay. So, oh, this has a scary face with it. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this one freaked me out. Okay. And these are the short ones, like the super short ones. Mm-hmm. Um, a girl heard her mom yell her name downstairs. So she got up and started to head down. As she got to the stairs, her mom pulled her into her room and said, I heard that too. No. <laughs> so much no. I was like, <gasps> that's like when your, your breath gets caught in your throat. Like, Mm-mm. no. Um, let's see this one. I haven't read this one yet, so we'll see. It's called Cry Baby, so <laughs> that sounds great. Um, okay. Late last night, I woke up to the sound of someone crying. It was an eerie sound and surprisingly loud as well. Although I wanted to get up and go check it out, I was a bit scared and tired, so I ignored it by hiding under the covers. Oh, heck. Today at breakfast, I told my roommate about it. She said, that was me. Oh, that was me, she replied with a tone of fear in her voice. What a relief, I thought. I was crying because I saw a thing watching you while you were sleeping. Um, uh, no. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> and you're just talking about this the next morning? Girl, you were a bad friend. You didn't call for help. Oh, my gosh. I'm so well, okay. I, I, like, have thought about this more than I care to admit. So awesome. Here when you hear stories of, like, people being attacked or, like, people breaking into people's houses at night, I think we all have this, like, belief that we would, like, fight back or that we would, like, retaliate in some way, defend ourselves, all that good stuff. But can you just, like, imagine waking up in the middle of the night and somebody's standing there that you've never seen before? Like, what would you actually do in that situation? Would you actually freak out or would you just be paralyzed with fear? You know those dreams where, like, you're trying to run or you're trying to scream mm-hmm. and neither are happening? Yes. That's what would what would happen. I would – I think I would completely get paralyzed because, because like, um, when – you know when you're driving and, like, I don't know, something happens, like a mm-hmm. car, like, you almost get hit or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been in a passenger seat where, like, we almost got hit mm-hmm. and I go completely silent. I go completely silent. And it's one of, like, I remember I was driving with Joseph, and it wasn't his fault, but, like, I could see that the car was coming to, like, T-bone us. Mm -hmm. And, like, he saw it at the very last minute, sped up, and, like, we missed it. But he he had no idea. And so I just froze. And, I mean, I freeze, and I was just, like, bracing for impact. I don't know. And he was, like, after we got out of it, I was like, why didn't you say anything? Like, why didn't you say there's a car there? I was like, I couldn't. I I literally could not have said anything or breathed. So I'm no help at all. <laughs> I'm dead meat. Please don't come for us. <laughs> we won't fight back, but we pro- maybe we would in the moment, you know? I don't know. I'm interested to see what listeners say to that. This one is always like the like prospect of this has always scared me. Okay. 
A father is laying in bed after just waking up. He grabs the baby monitor and walks to his desk in his office at home. He has his baby on the baby monitor and hears his wife singing to her. He cracks a smile as he hears his wife, go to sleep, go to sleep, when suddenly the front door opens up and his wife comes in with groceries. Ah! <laughs> no! Oh, no! Kristen! <laughs> I feel like baby monitors were made for creepy things to happen. E. Oh, for sure. Why is everything involving babies? Mm. Oh my god, no you're not. Are you drinking out of the same water bottle that I am right now? Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on this point for a moment so I can be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh, I cannot. Mm. Um, okay. Um, oh, 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 this one I read and I was like, E, no. Okay, uh, this one, I couldn't tell if I found it funny. It's, pr- it's not funny, um, but funny or scary. Okay, so it's called Seed. Okay. What a fun day in school today. We learned about little seeds and how when you plant them in the ground, they grow into something even bigger that's more special and change into something different. I told Mama all about it when I got home. I can't wait to tell her more, but she's a little worried right now. She's busy. I can't. I think this is funny. I'm not scary. She's busy looking for my baby brother, Sam, but he's okay. He's small too. And I can't wait to see, I can't wait to show her what he changes into. Does that mean he buried his little brother? Oh my God. It is not funny, but (laughs) I'm assuming that this isn't real. Oh my God. (laughs) I feel like kids are capable of creepy shit like that. Oh, for sure. Kids are whack, man. Oh, Lord. Okay. (laughs) And this one's called What's in the Basement? (laughs) A classic. A classic. Yeah, the basement. Perfect. Mommy told me never to go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making that noise. It kind of sounded like a puppy, and I wanted to see the puppy, so I opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit. I didn't see a puppy, and then Mommy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mommy had never yelled at me before, and it made me sad, and I cried. Then Mommy told me never to go into the basement again, and she gave me a cookie. That made me feel better, so I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy or why he had no hands or feet. (gasps) Sarah's never going to sleep again. I feel really bad. (laughs) I can't. Oh, God. It's like, if you, you just have to, like, not let your imagination picture what you just read. Okay. Is that what you do? Because I'm yeah. not, well. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Let's read another one. <laughs> Powering through. This is called uh, Mr. Bones. I haven't, like, read this whole thing. He was surprised his stepdaughter had asked him and not her mother Asked for him and not her mother in the middle of the night. The six-year-old had barely tolerated him up for the months they'd shared a home. Okay. What's wrong? Monsters in your closet, he said. She nodded. Mr. Bones won't let me sleep. Mr. Bones? That's funny. My monster's name was Mr. Bones when I was your age. He chuckled. Hey, maybe he's here for me and not you. She reached to turn off the light. He told me the same thing, she said, and he heard the closet door creak. (laughs) Excuse. No. He told me the same thing. <clears throat> These kids got to stop talking to. <laughs> they got to. Oh dear. Oh my gosh. So there's a a series you can find like the whole episodes on YouTube. It's called Monsters of Horror. Okay. Um, and I I'll go through these phases where I'm like, let me watch the scariest stuff possible, like all in one go. 
and why would you do that? not sleep for multiple weeks. I don't know why I'm like this. Um, <clears throat> but there's this one story. I'll see if I can find it. And if you're brave enough to watch it, you can. No. Like, it's a video. It's not a story that you read. It's a video. I'm not watching that. <laughs> not you. <laughs> Listeners. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're welcome. To. Listening is into scary stuff. So essentially it's like the story of the monster under your bed, but the whole thing is that the monster is actually there and parents just like have the responsibility to lie about the monster being under the bed. So like she's, you know, the little girl or little boy, I don't remember. I was like, I think there's a monster under my bed. Can you check? And like, she goes to look down and there is one. She's like making eye contact with it and it's staring back at her. And she's like, nope, there's nothing there. And then like goes back to sleep. Wait, why? I think it's just this idea of like, what if there actually are monsters under kids' beds, but like parents have to just like keep their kids from being scared all the time. Like the monster doesn't hurt anybody, but it's, it is there. I don't know. It just creeped me out because you actually see the monster and stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. There was a story on here on this one as well, like that was kind of talking about that. And it was like the little girl's like, Daddy, can you check for the monster in my bed? And he was like, Haha, sure. So he looks down, makes eye contact with said monster, and it looks back at him and is like, Daddy, can you please check for the monster above my bed? And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll die. I will just. Mm-mm. I would be so unhelpful in. Well, no, 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 yeah, for sure. I would be unhelpful in any of those situations. I would like to think I would not. Yeah, you just never know. I mean, I I went to a haunted house. I went to one in Georgia, growing up. And just, like, did not open my eyes the whole time. Just, like, clung to my friend Jake and let him guide me through, but, like, basically died. Um, I, I was, like, soaked in sweat by the end <laughs> of What's it. What's the appeal? What is the appeal of a haunted house? Somebody tell me. I don't know. I tried again because I was, like, maybe it's because I was really young. Like, I was in high school. Like, maybe I was just too young to do it. Let me try again. So we tried again in, like, 2017, and I couldn't even get through the front door. Um and there was, like, a clown that came out and was following me because I was scared. Um, my friend said that, like, the, like, owner or whatever who was there, like, saw that I was scared. And they usually, like, target people who are extra scared. That's nice. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and all he did was, like, walk behind me. And I was, like, having a panic attack. And I was, like, I don't know how people do this. This is just something that's not for me. <laughs> that's the thing. I think I would, like, I would think I would, like, legit have a panic attack and, like, stop breathing. Which is why, like, I don't. I've never been to a haunted house. Um, if anybody is from like the South Carolina, North Carolina area, you know about Scarewinds. Mm-hmm. I will not. I, w- I have never and will never go to Scarewinds. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, 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 nope. Even like during Halloween, like when I was younger and I would go up to porches, you know, sometimes they'll have like those animatronics or like mm-hmm. some dirt bag will dress up as like a scarecrow or something and sit in the chair and sca- I think I fell down like brick stairs like trying because I freaked out and like and of course he felt so bad I'm like are you kidding me are you ki- I would honestly I should probably like bring like some kind of I don't know like pellet gun and like with the little the little airsoft things and like go up and like shoot at <laughs> shoot at the porch 
<laughs> detect for movement and then proceed. <laughs> I I like the little animatronic things, but I do feel like they're not like if you want little kids to come and trick or treat and be cute in their costumes and stuff, you can't have a scary house. Yeah, like there, if there was a house that I could like tell that it was gonna be scary, I would be like, no, mm-hmm. no, I don't even like chocolate. Get out of my face. I'm not. <laughs> Halloween was such a, such a, the only reason I went out, I don't, I didn't like candy. I didn't like, I hate chocolate. Now I'll eat some candy. No, I really won't. I don't even like any of that. I loved the people that gave you pretzels. Those are my favorite. Um, but I would, I'd like to look in people's houses. Um, oh, one Halloween, I was probably three or four or I don't know. I was old enough to walk up by myself. So probably more like five. Um, and my parents were at the curb waiting for me. And, um, so I went up and I, I loved looking at people's houses and I like used to talk about their like interior decorating <laughs> and I would go and like, they'd be like handing me candy and I'm like holding up my bucket while trying to sneak a peek at like what the inside of their house looks like. Cause I was so nosy. And, um, he was like, you know, I was like trick or treat and he was like, Oh, hi. And I was like, Oh, like, I love your curtains or like your couch or something. And he was like, thank you. And I was like, can I come in and see them? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I I guess. And he he's like an older man. And so my parents just from the curb see me walk into this house with this older man and the door closed. And they're like, no, I'm like no. running and open the door. And I'm out here like, mommy, look at his drapes. Oh my gosh. I would die. That's like the real fear. Oh my gosh. I'd be like, where are your parents? Like, do you want them to? But like, your parents have to be here. I mean, I know it was very charming and convincing, but like, why would you let that happen? You just let this kid. I wouldn't close the door. I'd be like, yeah, you can like take a step inside and look around. But like, maybe if the kid were just running into your house, I'd just leave the door open and be like, parents, um, fetch. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my God. He was fine. Like, he didn't mean it, you know, any malice or anything yeah, yeah. it was just like this little girl wanted to come see his curtains um but yeah <laughs> oh my gosh I would die if I saw that as a parent just like your kid walk into a man's house and then close the door closes I'd be like <gasps> I'd bust down that door with oh, my sure. I wouldn't even try to open it I'd just be like swap I would, smile I would not be able to like do anything after I'd probably be like shaking and be like please excuse me I need to go around the corner and like throw up for a second then I'll be come back and try and recoup did you ever read the scary stories to tell in the dark what is that it's a it's a kid's like scary book series don't google it because it'll scare you um the illustrations are horrific they are so creepy and it was a kid's book we had uh, one of my like uh, extended family members worked for Harper Collins. So like anything that was public or some book publisher. So like any extra she had, she would always send to us. And they had all of these audio tapes of the scary stories to tell in the dark. So we would listen to them in the car and they were super, super creepy, but I loved them. I can listen, I can read and I can watch scary stuff, but I can't like be around scary stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's fair. Like the haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't do any of that. I, w- I did power through Stranger Things, though. I Stranger powered through- Things? What? I feel, <laughs> are you scary. laughing? <laughs> yes. Is that not scary? 
No, I don't think it's scary. I mean, I guess the monsters are are scary, but I feel like they're meant to be menacing and not haunting. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. One, let's, personal story. So, I watched the first episode of Stranger Things with Joseph, and then we, like, you know, of course, he's fine because he's normal, and the first episode ended, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go get a glass of water. Um, I'm going to go to the kitchen. Don't, like, if you could, like, come in a few minutes and just check on me, because I have this thing. I told him, I was like, I have this thing where I can imagine people, like, in the windows or in the dark. I don't like it. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't do well. So if you could just come in a, in a minute while I'm, like, making my water and be like, hey, how's it going? And check on me. Make sure I'm not standing there mortified at the fake man coming to murder me from the window. And he was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. This is, like, we were dating for, I think, two years, maybe. Um, maybe not even. And so I went to the kitchen. I'm making my water. And I'm fine. I'm like, I'm like, calm down. Like, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Don't look out the window. You're fine. You're good. And I hear from behind me, boo. I, I kid you not, drop to the ground. (laughs) Just complete all mobility gone. I drop to the ground. Scream. And it's, it was, it was a delayed scream because it it was that thing where I like got, like I froze. All my limbs decided that was a nope. And then I just screamed and he was laughing and he lived with his roommate and then his roommate's girlfriend was over. So they were all laughing because he didn't really realize like, the impact. Mm-hmm. And like he came, he like left because he just thought, oh, boo ha, I scared her by. And then he came back and I'm bawling, <sighs> bawling on the <laughs> ground, shaking, bawling, cannot move on the ground. He felt so bad because he had, he had never, he didn't know. Like I Mm -hmm. tried to warn him, but he did not know. And I was not good. It took me three months to revisit Stranger Things. And then we watched it and it was fine. Um, But I just remember the terror. And all I did was say boo. Like all he did was come behind me and say boo. And I just, no, Mm -mm. crumbled to the ground bawling. He will never do that again. He said, he was like, I am so he felt so bad Mm -hmm. because you don't expect that from a normal person (laughs) well everybody has different tolerances for scary stuff don't like be a jerk and like try to scare people that you know are very easily scared because it it can be like very traumatizing it can like if somebody says like don't scare me like don't like believe them it's not you know Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. yeah but anyway, those were terrifying. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, as a, as I'm scaring you to death in this yeah, episode, I'm like, but yeah. be sensitive, guys. Don't scare don't. people. That's not very nice. I'm trying to figure out how, what I'm going to do when I shower. I might like, I don't. I'm going to have to Facetime a friend or something and just be like, "You're." I'm going to put you like outside of the shower and just talk or something because it's not going to be good. Um, this is going up the Monday before Halloween. And so when you guys listen to the episode, I go to my Instagram and comment on the post about this episode. Your, if you have a childhood scary story, something that happened to you, or like a scary story that like your family knows or something, comment them on the post. Um, I say, I'm like, I want to hear them. I don't, (laughs) but 
I do, but I do. We're going to build my uh, tolerance mm-hmm. one nightmare before Christmas at a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll work on it. The music is, is, I guess, kind of creepy, but it's okay. Everybody yeah. has their tolerance level, and you just have to respect that boundary. That's right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a very happy Halloween that is free of scary things. <laughs> and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to the What Else podcast. And if you liked this episode, then I've got a small to-do list for you. Uh, first of all, go ahead and screenshot this episode right now and post it on your Instagram stories. And tag me at Sarah E. Boss. And I can go ahead and repost your post. And that helps others find the podcast as well. And give me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is a huge help with letting others find the podcast and also become best friends. So don't be selfish. And finally, if you want to subscribe to my blog to get even more content, you can at sarahebossblog.com. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode.